0: Hi everyone, Dr. Elizabeth Bonet here. Dr. Liz, welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Before we jump in, please note that the podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so please feel free to contact me through my website, DrLizHypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z-Hypnosis.com. Hi, everyone. Dr. Liz here. Today, I'm going to talk about hypnosis and recovered memories. Occasionally, I'll get contacted by someone who wants hypnosis to figure out what happened in the past. And what I tell them is that hypnosis cannot recover memories. Now, what we know about memory is that it changes over time. In fact, it changes every time we think about the memory, that we're having the memory. We know this from like neurological research, brain research. People can absolutely repress memories, like have no recollection of the memory, trying to use the word memory without using the word memory. They really can like not think about it for a really long time, or they forgot that something happened and then something will trigger it. We know that that happens. And if you want to read more about that, I suggest Vander Kolk's book, The Body Keeps the Score. It's an excellent book. And it talks about that, that yeah, absolutely people suppress memories and don't think about it for a long time, have no awareness that something happened and then something will trigger it and all of these memories will begin to come back. So we know that process happens. That doesn't necessarily mean the memory is completely accurate even then. Now, when you're under hypnosis, often a memory or a time in your life will be clearer. It's not quite like you're there, but it's like, oh, you start to notice things that perhaps you don't notice when you're just like driving along in the car and thinking about something. And this is a quick example about this. Like when I think about my childhood home, I just sort of have a general sense of the home. When I think about it, I actually think about the the backyard. We had this porch and we had this fenced portion where my dogs were. Actually, one dog was my sister's. I only had one dog <laughs> myself. <laughs> So my dog was, it feels funny to say our dogs. It's like, no, one was my sister's, one was mine. But they had a little dog house with a little light bulb. And my dad was um, really big into like the dogs living outside, not in the house. Um, My current dog lives in the house. But that was what we did at the time. The dogs lived outside. So I think about the backyard. And actually, when I think about my house, when I picture it, and I'm picturing the backyard and I'm picturing the front. I'm not really looking at details now. What I just gave you was some details, right? When I began to think about it more and think about my dog and how she had a little house and what that house looked like and how big it was. And yes, it had a light bulb in it for um, nights that were a little bit colder. And, you know, I can see her little face and all of this. Stuff comes back. So, if you're asking me that in hypnosis, yes, it would be much more clear because you're in a very relaxed state and it allows us access to those kinds of details. So, sometimes people will get clarity about something that happened. They'll perhaps remember a detail because it's easier in that state than it is when you're like walking along talking to a friend that type of thing and you're not really thinking about it you're not really concentrating on it does that mean it's accurate no i'm sure my sister has a very different memory of the doghouse okay (laughs) maybe what color it was or where it was in the yard or something like that but it doesn't matter to me I always say, I'm not the lawyer. I do not need the evidence. I'm not the police, okay? I don't need the evidence to prove in a court of law that X, Y, Z happened. What's important to me is how you perceived what happened, what conclusions you made about it in your subconscious mind. And if we're talking about early memories, often your undeveloped mind. Our undeveloped minds are not, very logical. I mean, talk to any six-year-old, believe me. I mean, anyone you can convince that the fairies are real and living outside of their house in a tree probably is not like the most logical person in the world, right? Because their minds aren't developed yet. That is a lovely part of childhood when you can convince them the fairies are outside living in the tree and that we should visit them and, and take good care of the tree, right? So that we take good care of the fairies. So what happens is we make these illogical conclusions that eventually turn into beliefs that often were at fault for something, or or that something our parents did was our fault. You know, sometimes when a parent leaves, the child concludes that they're not lovable because what a parent does is love a child, and so if they left, then the child thinks I'm not lovable. It's not until adulthood that they think, oh oh, my parent had some emotional stuff going on, obviously, where they didn't feel they could love a child, or they weren't responsible, or they were just immature. Maybe their own emotional mind didn't develop. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the parent who left. We can theorize all kinds of stuff. But it's the grown-up self that can say, that wasn't me. But the child self believes this is me. I've done something wrong or I'm not lovable. Or there's something broken with me, something like that. And then they'll proceed to live their life that way, drawing in experiences that confirm that belief or doing things that confirm that belief, choosing partners that perhaps may leave them and confirm that belief I'm not lovable or that don't treat them well, something like that. You could see how this could grow in someone's life. So When we're doing hypnosis and we're doing the healing part, we're correcting that belief. We're tossing it out. We're saying, okay, what happened? What did you conclude? What belief did you make? And now let's toss that one out and forgive that little child for making that mistake. And let's heal them and comfort them and let them know that it wasn't them. It's something that happened in the world around them. And now we can put in the better, kinder, more compassionate belief so that you can live your life moving forward with the new belief that you are lovable, that you are worthy, that you matter. You know, all of these uh, wonderful things that, that help you live your life in an easier way, in a way that makes you happy and content and productive and all the good stuff however you want to live your life. That's why I always say to my clients, you need to make me the list. I don't put the list in for you. Your values are your values are different than mine. Make your list for me so that I know what to put into that healing piece. All right. I hope that helps you understand about memories and hypnosis. Remember, you can always contact me over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. Please share this with someone that you've think may I appreciate it or benefit from it. And also, please leave me a review over on iTunes. Every review helps someone find the podcast. And they make me happy. I love seeing good reviews. So please leave me a good review if you really like the podcast and find it helpful. All right, I'll talk to you soon, everyone. Peace.